I'm Tyler. I'm Brevin. And this is Computable. Today we have a difficult subject to discuss, Brevin. Yes, we do. You might even say it's hard. That is, <laughs> we're talking about hard drives. Yes. Or... <laughs> I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I was not ready for that at all. All right. But I love keep it. Keep up. Keep up. So. All right. So yeah, we're going to talk about um, hard drives today. It's It seems like we're getting less interesting on our topics, so... Hopefully we can keep this pretty cool. You can't think about it. Just, I, I, I'm not going to. It's the energy that you put into it, you know? Like, we'll keep it. We'll keep it interesting. I love I'm hard drives. Yes, you know. <laughs> yes. That actually sounded like the least energetic, but... <laughs> yes. <laughs> but yeah, we're going to talk about hard drives. We're going to talk about solid state drives, um, and we're going to talk about a little bit of what you should keep note of and what you're purchasing them for and what you're going to use them for. So let me ask you this. Are you aware of how a hard drive works? Um, in a basic sense. it's like a record player right yeah that's a good way to put it yeah so there's a disc that spins and a needle arm you can call it that i'm pretty sure that's it's what? probably like lasers or something crazy something like that yeah. but as the hard drive spins and whirs around the arm picks up the data that's on in the lanes that it's reading mm-hmm. i guess yeah i don't know if lanes is the right word but it all make yeah that's basically what it does yeah yeah so you know if you picture a record, if you if you're able to, um, people know what record. <laughs> if you're able is. to know what a record is, <laughs> you can comprehend that. Um, imagine just your data is in each line on a record player. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great way to put it. And then the other option is a solid state drive, which I have. I have no idea what the fundamentals of a solid state drive are. I I can explain it a tiny bit. Well, actually, we talked about. Um, the fridge analogy (laughs) (laughs) it's kind of like that if you compare you know a solid state you have to physically go to i think they're called sectors that sounds right you have to go to the physical place where a sector is of where the data is and you know grab it that way but with solid state you instantly can grab it it's not obviously as fast as ram or else we don't just use ram as speed or as uh, space so do you do you know about like the fundamental because we have the record analogy for hard drives. And we have the fridge analogy for <laughs> solid-state drives. Well, is that for solid-state or is that for RAM? Is it the same idea? It's is the it, same idea. It's like just, slow RAM, I it's, guess? Yeah, it's it's slower RAM. And I think the main reason why we don't use RAM as a storage space is because it's probably too expensive. Yeah. Or else because, why would we? Yeah, that, that makes or sense. Or else why wouldn't we? Why wouldn't we? Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's basically what it is. Solid-state is... I can't throw a number on it, but I know it's significantly faster than a hard drive oh, oh yeah accessing things and like boot time is seconds compared to tens of seconds yeah exactly and it makes a big difference on say where you install you know a hard or uh, an operating system on if you install your operating system on your solid state drive you're gonna have way faster um grabbing of opening apps and grabbing data off of your operating system it's all gonna be much faster than if you had it on a solid state drive or on a hard drive mm. Mm, that makes sense i actually i've never had a solid state drive on a personal computer you've never never so wow i have, you've a, never I have even... a macbook at work but besides that and i'm not you know opening the same three applications so yeah so yeah that's gonna blow your mind then yeah i'm very excited that's probably what's sort of funny about me building this is that is probably the most noticeable difference for me is just the change from a hard drive to a solid state drive yeah i would attribute getting a solid state drive on a computer that has a hard drive is probably one of the biggest upgrades you can do on a computer because just the 
how oh. fast you can do things is just ridiculous. At least outside of a game, right? Yeah, outside of a game. But even in games, uh, certain games benefit from solid state drives so much. Like Load times. Put like Fallout, an open world oh. Fallout game on a solid state drive. It's like significantly faster getting out of load screens compared to a hard drive. Oh, that makes sense because there's so much data to worry about. Yeah, any open world game like that. Um, online games don't benefit from it as much because you're limited by the server, of course. So stay away from putting those types of games on your solid state drive. But any single player games are usually pretty good options. Oh, so there's actually a strategy as to which game you allocate to your solid state versus... Because the tradition, that's a stupid word because things are changing so quickly. But uh, typically typically what people do is they'll have a solid state drive and a hard drive on their machine, right? Yeah, usually so both. you wouldn't want to put you know your photo album on your solid state drive usually not no you'd want to just stick that it's not going to benefit unless you really want to quickly access your photos <laughs> i gotta see i gotta see them as quick as possible pictures, yeah but um yeah usually you want to you want to stick the most used applications on there that's one mm. thing to think about i know with my computer i stick maybe like three games on there even then they're probably not the best games they're just what i play the most and, and maybe, what I think. maybe it's rotating too like it, yeah i've definitely rotated throughout you know what time what i'm playing at that time um because usually i didn't even bring this up yet that hard drives have more space than solid state drives because solid state drives cost more based on how much space they have say a one terabyte solid state drive versus a one terabyte hard drive hard drive maybe will run 50 bucks probably even less yeah last time i looked incredibly cheap it's it's super cheap for space but a one terabyte solid state drive could run maybe 200 dollars oh wow yeah so it's it's still pretty it's but that's way cheaper than it used to be i remember my brother got a solid state drive in 2008 or 2009 which they were pretty new hardware back then he had like 120 gigs on the solid state drive and it was probably around like 500 dollars. oh my god but it was crazy for back then yeah it, and that's still enough to fit an operating system on so you could still feel it everywhere yeah yeah that's cool so because it's so cheap am i not obligated to put everything on solid state drive you know what i mean i mean it's not cheap enough to the point so what i want to do for you is i want to get you both obviously because that's the the best option to have the most space and be able to use it all correctly with the solid state drive i think it depends on the pricing but i think getting a one terabyte might be more than you need and just getting a 500 gigabyte is worth it more because a 500 gigabytes about 120 for dollars 120 dollars okay and then the one terabyte would be about 200. Once we have all the pricing laid out, I might I might overstep your advice and okay. just get a get the one terabyte. Yeah, cuz it doesn't well, it only helps. Something that I think about too is just how the size of games is increasing that is so true. much. Like I have an Xbox with 500 gigabytes of space mm-hmm. and at launch even at launch that was it like wasn't not enough cuz I have the same thing. I have my Xbox yeah. one with 500. So I'm 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 like Red Dead Redemption is is insane. So when that comes to PC, you know, how much space does that take up? It has to be at least 200 gigs. I don't know. I don't know what it is. Well, that's the most I've ever heard in the game. I I, well, okay, maybe a little less than that. Grain of salt. I I haven't looked at it recently. Okay, but it's over 100. We know that. Yes, it's okay. That's still a lot. There's only a few games I can think of that even break 100. And like, I wonder like what's Cyberpunk gonna be or unannounced games oh yeah i yeah. haven't even thought of so that's what that's why i get 500 gigs is a lot of space for documents and photos mm. and everything like that but for a game 
especially modern day games you're right it's like maybe three and a half games <laughs> yeah and i have a 240 gigabyte solid state in my computer and that's why i don't put many games on it because i put one game on it say grand theft auto 5 yeah that's yeah. like over half the hard drive gone i would love to not have to worry about it really because memory management is already such a pain as is exactly um <clears throat> so so well so you were gonna say 500 gigabyte solid state and then how much hard drive two terabytes or so two terabytes okay you could do three if you want you mean it's not gonna be that much more so actually probably three is the better option my computer for example i have 240 gigs or 256 whatever it is of solid state space had that for since i've had it i came also with a one terabyte hard drive and then i upgraded within the last maybe two years to a three terabyte hard drive so i have four point like two terabytes of space on my computer and even then i own a lot of games on steam and i think i only have maybe a terabyte left of that Mm. space so i'm using three terabytes of space and having more space is just more useful because you don't have to wait to install your games yeah that makes sense especially with how big games are they can take like an hour and a half to install and you might as well just have them all on there right now and well actually isn't install speed lowered for if you're installing to solid state drive versus a hard drive it is, depends is right speed affected it know. is it is affected i don't know enough about it to throw numbers out on how much it's affected i know when i install on my newer hard drive it feels like it's a little faster installing than my older hard drive and that's because my it's about four years newer and i think that has a lot to do with you know degradation on how fast it can write solid state i it has to be faster at writing that just makes sense yeah why wouldn't it be yeah it's probably maybe, maybe if your hard drive is like really well defragged right yeah and, yeah or if it's brand new and it's just you have the whole gamut to run and it doesn't take very long to find the space yeah. to to write it to yeah that's 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 a good point i didn't even think about talking about writing speeds solid state's gonna write a lot faster yeah well definitely like moving if you were moving like a game from one location on your hard drive to another location on your hard drive mm-hmm. that would be much slower i think than doing the same thing within a solid state drive oh yeah much much slower especially if you're transferring between two solid states it's gonna that's gonna be massive difference in how yeah, fast yeah. that is so i'm thinking and i don't know how expensive this is or how much more expensive it is maybe i'll do one terabyte solid state and a terabyte hard drive does that seem reasonable i think you should still do two terabytes of hard drive even even with the upgrade to, to it, a terabyte it's, it's not that much more maybe really? even three it depends what the say like my three terabyte hard drive was 70 bucks wow that's what i mean i got it on sale it was probably 100 normally and it's that cheap yeah that you know what i you can get an external hard drive two terabytes for like 60 or something usually external is a little cheaper because they don't have as fast of write and oh, uh, read speeds that makes sense yeah the built-in ones because your externals are attached via usb usually instead of SATA cables, which we haven't talked about what those are, but SATA's just faster, I'll leave it at that. Okay. And it's what is internally plugged into the motherboard. So that's why you're going to have faster speeds. They might not have like faster RPM speeds, which is something I'll explain in a tiny bit when it comes to how fast the disk spins on a hard drive. That's all the RPM really is. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you, I'll explain it right now. You have 5,400 uh, RPM is like the slowest. There might be one that's below it, but for people using a normal computer, it's 5,400 7200 is the next stage and i think 9600 exists but not many people use it because it's kind of a waste of money just get a solid state state, yeah Yeah. 7200 is what i have in both of my hard drives and it's what i'm going to give you because it's a good balance you're going to give it to me i'm going to give it to you i'm going to give you 7200 (laughs) (laughs) that's what we'll put in yours um it's a good balance between cost and stuff like that that sounds good okay so 
maybe maybe we'll revise because i 500 gigabytes i feel like i'm scarred and like that that makes me cringe a little bit you might as well get about. you might as well get with your budget i think one terabyte probably is worth it that's the other thing is we need to, we need to look at it in the context of how much everything else ends up coming out to cost yeah. so that's a later thing we'll figure out i'm sure we can fit it in though okay all right it'll be worth it yeah so i i actually know probably more about hard drives and and long-term storage just by the fact that i have to interact with it yeah you use computer daily so yeah you're yeah. just gonna know more compared to you know your cpu <laughs> Yeah, 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 that makes sense. Because I'm not, like, moving things around in my CPU at all. And, yeah, that's why I thought talking about this would be a lot shorter. Because we're basically at the end of it. That's really all there is to it. Like, yeah, there's not much yeah. more to talk about. So, I guess... Well, we already talked about in-game running, like, Fallout. Load times are faster. Nothing... It's, it's just a matter of, like, retrieving assets. Yeah. Sort, in... sort of like RAM, but... That's another thing, too, with loading times. It also can affect in-game performance. I, even, I forgot to bring that up. Not by much when it comes to FPS, but obviously if you have all that data on a solid state, whatever's not in RAM still might need to be grabbed from like the hard drive or the solid state. Um, and if you have it on a solid state, grabbing the assets that you need to load in is going to be a lot faster. Than on a hard drive. Than on a hard drive. You might notice like a stutter on a hard drive. With, that, with the solid state, you wouldn't notice that. Okay. So that's another little thing. All right, so I guess that wasn't so hard after all. Yeah, no, there's not much to it, and that's why we want to actually fit two things into this episode. Surprise! Surprise! We're also talking about... Power supplies. Power supplies. Another thing that's pretty simple. It's a little bit... You're going to... You know less about it, of course. Yeah. So I'm going to have to explain a little bit more than last time. Um, so do you, do you know anything about power supplies when it comes to computers? Well, when I... What I think about are video game consoles and how the 360 and PS3 and the PS2 had the little power box. Yeah, the brick. Plug, the brick that you plug into the wall and then you plug that into the console. Mm -hmm. Is that what a power supply is? In a very general sense, yes, we can <laughs> okay. call it that. It's got, yeah, it's basically the same. It's kind of the same thing, honestly, except you just have more cords to work with when you're building your own computer because you have to plug in every individual part into the power supply. So your oh, okay. Your motherboard needs to be plugged into it. Your um I think your CPU needs to be plugged into it. I don't think it's powered by the motherboard. I'm pretty sure there's a separate socket shows that it, how long it's been since I built a computer like 6 months. Okay, but that's fine. We'll But we'll yeah, we'll figure it out. It out. I'm pretty sure it does. CPU I know your GPU out. needs to be plugged in. All your uh hard drives in salt state need to have their own plugs. They all get plugged into certain little outlets so on I the inside. So I things were plugged into the motherboard. They are. That's for the transfer of data, not power. Oh, interesting. And the communication. So your GPU is going to be slotted into there, but it's not being powered by the motherboard. That's for the transfer of information. Oh, okay. Which is more, I don't know anything about how that works on like a real scientific level. Yeah, but that's fine. Yeah, that's, that's the general fine. sense of so, what it's like. Okay, that actually helps a lot. So the power supply isn't just what gets power from your wall... <laughs> Well, that's, not, that's not how that works but your outlet to your machine but it's also where everything plugs in yeah you know it's like the middleman i guess yeah kind of um it has a bunch of cables that have specific plugins so you have your cables for older um peripherals like say you want to put a dvd player into or dvd reader into your computer it has a different type of plug than a solid state drive would or a hard drive mm. you'll see them when we build our build the computer actually 
Um, same thing for plugging in your GPU. It has different cords. It has a different plug-in, basically. Like, an, what's the good word for it? Like, a layout of the socket is a little bit different than all the other sockets. That's a good way to put it. Okay. Um, so, it's really hard to mess up on things. That's a good thing to think about. Oh, so each each component has its own individual sort of socket design. Kind of, yeah. Yeah, that actually, yeah, design. Interface, maybe. Yeah, interface is definitely a better word. So, um, it's really hard to mess up. Well, actually, I feel like of all things in building a PC, what I hear about is power supply failure is like mm-hmm. one of the things that people mess up. Mm-hmm. Is it is it the most common uh, part to blow or whatever you want to call it? So, yeah, I can think of probably one instance. I can't think of who it was or what exactly the issue is when it comes to the power supply. Failure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's extremely helpful, but... It's definitely not super common as long as you take care of your computer and do everything the way it should be done, which of course we are going to. So it's not something you need to worry about. So I wasn't really speaking to like over the lifespan of a computer, but when putting it together. is Oh, there... no. No, there's no. Issue. There's really nothing to worry about. The only issue it would be is if it's broken when you get it and you'd figure that oh. out pretty quickly. Well, I guess it's I don't want to insult the people who make power supplies, mm-hmm. but it's just elect elect. I was going to say electronics, and now now I'm just making a fool of myself in front of those people <laughs> who make electronics. power supplies. E- electrical? Is that what I'm trying to say? I have no idea what's contained in them, so I can't help you. Well, I mean, it's just, you know, energy from one thing to another, right? Yeah, right. It, rather than, there's no data involved. I guess yeah, there's absolutely no data say. involved. So, we can say that for yeah, a fact. Yeah, all right. Yeah, that's that's really the only thing you could worry about when you're building it. It's all fairly simple, and of course, I'll be there to make sure you don't force something into something else if it feels this is a good way to put it when you're building a computer and just in general if something feels like you're breaking it and you're forcing it in it probably shouldn't go in there okay there's only maybe one case where it should because putting in the cpu is a little scary because sometimes that can feel like you're kind of forcing it but you you just have to do that also probably a good rule to live by in general yeah true if something feels forced just don't do it don't do it just don't do it i like that life advice on computable (laughs) yeah there you go that that one's for free um (laughs) So I think what we can talk about next is uh, wattage. Wattage. Yeah, it's pretty simple. It's all just numbers. So let me let me ask you this, since you don't know much about how much watts does a computer use. What do you think would how be a good watts? number? How many watts? How much watts? How many watts does a computer use? Uh, what do you think? What do you oh, think would be a good number? I always so like to throw this mean, out. Because I don't know what a watt is, and there's like mega and giga. Right? Well, just think in the term of watts, though. Just plain watts. Just plain watts? Yeah, no megawatts, no gigawatts. That might be more confusing, because maybe I've heard that a computer uses like a thousand gigawatts. And gigawatts? Now... Oh my goodness. I don't know! <laughs> okay, alright, fine. <laughs> is this like, if it's like, um, price is right, close without going over? Yeah, we'll, I would, we'll play that game. I should just say like one watt one watt is but, like, <laughs> but i won't do that um hmm, hmm hmm all right what what do i know that has watts labeled like i'm tr- like how many watts is a light bulb like 40 watts i don't know something maybe i don't maybe. even know for that there's nothing out there like you know what a meter is or mm-hmm. a foot because you're you're I, I, I don't measure my body's wattage, you know what I mean? Like, I don't yeah. have any any uh, Rosetta Stone for what what a watt is. Let's say 2,000 watts. 2,000 watts. That's a lot of watts, I'll tell you that. What? That's a massive amount for a computer. But that seems like... 
Oh my Think gosh. about it this way. Have you looked at like how much wattage is in a generator? How mi- Yeah, how much? That's the correct usage of it. How much wattage how is much in a generator? How much wattage, how many watts? Yeah. Mm. How much wattage is in a generator? Have you looked at like that type of... Not really. Oh, this pains me because <laughs> I feel like I should know. Or like a car battery, how much? I actually don't know for that either. So but for a generator, I can tell you because I have a generator. Like a, like a backup generator yeah, exactly. for a suburban home yeah uh i don't know what has to be suburban um no i don't know so 2000 watts is a pretty average amount for a backup generator for a backup generator we're talking powering your fridge your freezer tv all that stuff all at once and i am presuming that a pc will take all of that power yes your your generator and plug your pc directly that's it it. Uh, hey fun fact don't ever do that do not ever put your pc on a generator really because generators at least i think maybe with newer generators they're probably this has nothing to do with like surge protection it's it kind of has to do with that is that generators don't make a linear amount of power that they can fluctuate a little bit so it's not good for pc components you could probably do it and get away with it but why risk it i've never done it anytime i've lost power because i'm too scared also like just go outside yeah exactly (laughs) find something else (laughs) um so that's 2000 okay wait okay so now that i have that frame of reference a little bit of a perspective 2000 watts for like all of your appliances the lights in the house tv obviously it can't all be running at max i'll tell you that at once but you could plug probably everything in sure because a fridge takes up like 700 800 watts fridges take up a lot you're giving me you're giving me too much information though i'm trying to (laughs) not i don't want to be too easy to guess let's say 350 watts that's pretty low, but you're getting you're getting that's low. That's kind of low, yeah. That's probably you could probably a computer running at like not using maximum like power, idling. like just yeah idling. That's the word I'm looking for. Computer idling probably would use about that much, maybe a little bit less. But if you're running like max power, do you want me to just get, throw it out there? Throw yeah, a number yeah. out there. I'm in the ball probably range. like 600 watts, 500 watts. In the ballpark, I mean, I'm sorry. What'd you say before? I said ball range. That's fine. <laughs> there, <laughs> it makes sense. I guess. I just want to go toss toss some uh, pigskins on the range. <laughs> um, I totally missed what you said because I was so, thinking about my my mistake. So five hundred to six hundred watts. Okay, is probably what a max maxed out. So about a quarter computer. generator. Yes, a quarter <laughs> of a generator. If you're playing Crisis, because we always talk about that. Oh, I love bringing it back to it without mentioning Crisis. That's the new thing. All right. Um, but if you're idling, probably even less than three hundred watts. If okay. you're idling. I can't give an exact number on that. So does that mean that you want to get a power supply that can do like a thousand or something just in case? You definitely don't need to get a thousand. That's what I have in my computer. It's way overkill. My computer probably outputs 500 watts, 600 watts. Actually, that brings up a really interesting point. The better we've gotten or the newer technology that we've gotten, the less watts things are using. So my GTX 760 back from 2013 I'm trying to remember an exact number. It's been a very long time, but it probably used 250 watts, 200 watts when it was playing at the highest settings or using 100% of its power. That's the word I've been looking for every time I've been bringing that up, <laughs> using 100% of its power. But say my GTX 1080 using 100% of its power might, even though it's way more powerful, it either uses about the same or a little bit less. Interesting. That's good. Yeah. So we've been getting better. Same thing with RAM. All of its CPUs, they've been using less power usually. Hmm. Usually. Probably there's some outlier, but most cases, that's how it works. So I think for your PC, 
getting a 750 watt power supply makes sense since the max that your computer's probably gonna be outputting is 500 like we said before 750 gives you enough room for in the future if you want to change anything you don't have to worry about oh i'm gonna go over my limit because that's when you run into issues with your power supply shutting down or doing damage to it so leaving at 700 750 they're not that much different in price point i think gives you a lot of room to play with that for sounds the future. good is is that the only thing you need to worry about is wattage when you're buying a power supply the other thing i'll talk about right now is the grade of a power supply have you ever heard of that term before no no so power supplies basically basically come in five grades i believe they come in a standard grade which let me explain actually what their grades are so what they mean basically it's how efficient a power supply is at outputting power so say you're running 500 watts off of your power supply because you're playing some game Mm -hmm. if you've run the lowest grade power supply which is a standard it's called 80 plus that's the certification doesn't mean anything but or probably means something not to you it doesn't mean anything but if you ever see that when you're shopping around if you're running a standard power supply it will run at 20 percent. i think above what you're actually running that's how much wattage it will pull out of the wall oh so like in the process of distributing the power to the respective systems it it generates extra power doing that so if you have a standard you have 20 percent extra power being pulled out from the wall so if you're doing 500 watts you have 625 watts you're actually actively using so 125 watts is being wasted then if you go to a bronze power supply it's a little better i don't know the numbers silver it's better gold and then platinum so if you're really worried about power like maybe if you're building a server farm or something then yeah then you'd want to definitely get the higher grade power supplies for your case it's probably not that big of a deal I think probably what you should deal with is gold. That's usually what I get people because platinum is a little more expensive for how much you're actually saving. And I think people, a lot of people argue this, and I don't know if it's 100% sure that getting a lower quality or lower grade power supply doesn't necessarily mean it's lower quality. I guess technically, if it's less efficient, it's lower quality in a sense you could say. $30 that's really not that bad at all. Yeah, so we'll just get you the gold because why not? Going gold. That's good. That gold 750 good. wattage power supply. Gold 750 watts. So this is something that I definitely, even though it's maybe the least complex component, mm-hmm. I feel like I wouldn't really know. If you have a list of components and their power consumption, how do you turn that into like what power supply you want? Do you, do you normally give yourself like 250 extra or something like About, that? About, yeah, usually. It's probably still more than you need. I've seen people build modern computers with pretty high-end stuff with 600 watts i just think it's a little risky it's not something i'm comfortable with you probably could get away with it i'm not heard of issues with people doing that but why not invest for the future yeah that makes sense if i want to upgrade maybe you want to get another gpu and if you had 600 watts you wouldn't be able to do that without getting like dangerously close so if you i mean i haven't even looked at it but i imagine for each component like a cpu it says on it it's power consumption right it, I don't know if it says on the box, the website that I use to build C, uh, computers to like price point them and look to make sure everything is compatible with one another does estimates. So it must be getting that information from somewhere, whether it's oh, in the manual okay. or on the, on the box. I'm not sure. I just wonder. But like, yes, it's available. That information is available. How much can you take that for a hard max, you know, like, or is it more just like a mid range, that number? Do you know what I'm saying? Like, I do. So you're saying like, is that at maximum you know throttle or is it idling i'm gonna assume this is just because of i think what i've seen other people like other companies do not when it comes to computer parts but usually you overestimate so like under promise over deliver 
Exactly. Yeah. So if you if you overestimate, you're never going to be lying because yeah, you're never going to reach that point. So I'm assuming it's probably under max load. Okay. That's good to know just because I might, you know, add up all the numbers that I see and then get a wattage that's just enough to cover that, but then find out later like, oh, well, that's just like the idling wattage or some some yeah. weird stipulation that I wouldn't consider. Yeah, no, I don't think you need to worry about that. I've never had an issue with buying parts and then finding out the power supply is too low. That's usually because I go over so much. 250 watts is a decent amount to go over. Yeah, you're giving yourself like a safe play area. Yeah, I you're guess, very so. safe. Okay. All right, that's good. Um, anything else about power supplies? That's really it. Oh, what do they look like? I didn't even... Oh yeah, okay. This. So most of them have a fan on them. They're oh, just built of course, into, of course. everything's everything's I, got a cooling you're component. You're just like blowing my mind. With we could talk about cooling every episode. Every episode's getting brought up. Yeah, they have a little fan on the bottom. I um, guess that would be the thing that would need cooling because yeah. you have just all the power channeling through it. Yep, it's got a little fan. It's a it's a box basically. It's a box. Okay, not a you know perfectly symmetrical box. It's probably longer um, width wise. Oh, a rectangular prism. Yes, perfect. <laughs> perfect. I knew what I wanted to say. A rectangular right, prism. Yeah. yeah, it looks like that. Um, on one side, it the side that leads out of the computer, it's got a little plug that is the one that you plug into the wall. On the other side is all the plugs for the internal components. That's really it. Okay. That's and it's got a switch on the back, too. That sounds like what I would envision it to look like had yeah. i known nothing about it which yeah. is nice because that's not what it was with graphics cards exactly yeah or a cpu where <laughs> it's tiny yeah no it's, yeah, it's basically yeah, yeah. what you would expect it to look like what um that that switch uh are you are you of the mind that you should just always have your pc on all day long do you mean like having that switch on and like having... i guess that's two different questions but i've heard someone say that like computers are well, I think it was one of my professors who said that computers are designed to just be left on all the time and you mm-hmm. shouldn't really turn them off unless you're moving them. And one of my classmates was like, are you kidding? Like, you know what my electric bill would be if I just left my PC on all day? Yeah. So I wonder like where you fall on that. Um, I turn my computer off in the sense that I shut it down every time I'm done using it. But, but that's... You, but you don't hard flip the switch. I don't flip the switch almost ever unless I know I'm going to be gone for a while. Like I'm not going to use it for five days then i'll turn it off but it doesn't really matter as long as you're not as long as the pc isn't on right yeah or actually another thing if i lose power i'll turn it off completely oh interesting okay probably it doesn't do anything but it just just makes me feel yeah it makes me feel better i tend to agree with the person that didn't agree with your uh (laughs) your professor i think you should turn off your computer regularly i mean yeah this is this is where knowing more about computer fundamentals would benefit me because I like this is this is a professor who is teaching computer science, but he's also been doing like router internals and things like that. So mm-hmm. he has a hardware background. Yeah. So I, I I can understand why that would make practical sense. Like you wouldn't build a computer to that would be efficient at turning on and off and on and off and on and off. Like set and forget it. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, that that would be quite the. Uh, electric bill if you just had your computer running but i don't know if it's if it's idling is it's it... not going to use that much power up now so maybe it's i don't know that's that's sort of like something that i would love to have a, a an expert guest on yeah to, i would love to, to discuss because... yeah because i i would ask them about you know when what exactly are people doing when they like do maintenance on a server if they turn it off for a minute only oh you're like, talking about servers may, like even well you said that you're um well, i guess routers don't technically mean servers no no at all. <laughs> so but, but say, I like, mean, a server is a is a computer. Yeah, you know? and 
they have to do maintenance on them. Are they actually like really doing anything? Are they shutting it off to reset it? Oh, that's interesting. It's something I would love to ask someone who actually is in the field. You wouldn't shut it off. No way. Yeah, you don't you don't shut off servers. That's sort of absurd unless you're doing physical construction around them, I imagine. Yeah. But what's all the maintenance about? Are they fixing things? Or like... Well, I when they bring the server down for maintenance, it's typically like fiddling with software configuration. That is interesting though, because when you hear the word maintenance, you think of like a physical action. Right? Yeah, that's like, exactly why I would think they're shutting it down to I never it. I never thought of it like that. I've always thought it was like running some sort of script to clear out old no i mean i don't know i don't know maybe they're doing both flipping some switches somewhere to uh change change some settings but anyway this podcast isn't about servers it's about computers and building them personal computers in particular Mm -hmm. and today we've learned or really i've learned you i don't i I don't imagine you've learned much huh i had to look up (laughs) things before this so i learned oh that's good that's good um so we talked about hard drives well drives in general Mm -hmm. uh so we're going to go solid state, one terabyte, probably, depending on what the cost breakdown ends up being. But yeah, you'll, you'll get one terabyte. I can guarantee it. There's no You one. can guarantee it. Because it's going to be worth it. Men's Just spend warehouse. the extra 60 bucks. Like we said, $2,000 is your budget. But you came in with 500. So that, that's what makes me paranoid about it. It's probably just because, you know, I didn't think about how big games are nowadays. That's, I, that's really the that's thing. That's a rookie mistake. It is. Actually, we should say, like, if you're not planning on playing games or anything, 500 gigs solid state is probably plenty. Oh, even 240 if you're not playing any games. Yeah. 240 yeah. is plenty if you're just building a home computer. Because I would, I would love if I could just have, like, all of my games on solid state. It's very nice. That would be very nice. But that's probably not going to happen. Probably not, no. Maybe well, when you first get your it computer. It also doesn't yes. matter, like, um, if you're playing some, like, indie turn-based strategy rpg you don't you don't need crazy fidelity or anything exactly yeah um or load times rather Mm -hmm. uh so yeah one terabyte of each i guess but that depends on like i said what the what the pricing ends up being yeah we'll look at the hard drive um if it ends up being not i don't think it will be we'll get you more hard drive space just for future proofing so you can fit everything on there i wish we i wish we had like an ongoing like my my you know how they at like school fundraisers they have the, the thermometer and they're like we raised fifty dollars this week oh yeah and yeah fill yeah. it up with the red marker yep I want that but in reverse with my budget so like as we discuss <laughs> each component it goes down and we're like like when we get to the PC case we're gonna have like twenty five cents left and we're just gonna be like oh man well let's do some quick math what are we at right now picks. what are we at right now quick so, math I don't know so no I'm gonna I'll, I'll bring it up you're better at math than I am. And we'll figure it out. So three hundred dollars is your CPU. All right, down to seventeen hundred. Seven hundred dollars is your GPU. Down to a thousand. Okay, so hard drive and solid state. Oh, actually, we skipped RAM. RAM probably around one twenty. All right, eight eighty. Okay, solid state and the hard drive together will probably be about roughly two hundred. That might be an overestimate. Six eighty, and that's what we have left for everything else. And I think that's plenty. power supply. Oh yeah, power supply. Uh. Probably like 80, 90. 80, 90. So go with flat 100 just to just to say that easier. So 580 is what we have left for the case and the motherboard. And the OS. And the OS. Oh, and your peripherals. So gross. I hate paying that much for it's Yeah, that's awful. Um, and well, your peripherals. Well, that's a monitor. That's probably going to be the biggest driving. But remember you said you wanted 
to have that as a separate cost, right? Oh, that's true. That's yeah, true. So I we're not that I, would, that would be an issue if we were figuring that out into the two thousand dollar budget. So we're actually we're we're comfortable. I think it's almost like you know what you're talking about. It's almost like that. <laughs> <laughs> what if you? What if we we did that math and then it would cost like six thousand dollars or something? <laughs> we're just like, oh, all right. I'm glad that is that actually is working out really well. Then. Yeah, I think you're gonna have plenty of room to. Maybe even might even have a tiny bit of money left over, and we can get a little bit extra in something. I'm surprised at how much, like percentage wise, goes to graphics card. It's incredible. Graphics card and the CPU are basically fifty percent of the computer in its cost. Is, that is a insane. little bit over probably because the CPU might be like three fifty. But I guess it makes sense now that I've talked about it. All right, so um, we don't have much else to add, do we? No, that's it. Well, then, uh, if you have any questions, comments, or anything of the sort, email us at computablepodcast at gmail.com. This has been Tyler. This has been Brevin. And wait, do we say this has been computable? This has been computable. This has been computable. Thank you. <laughs>